This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's National Compliment Day. You see that? Yeah, well. I would like our listeners to call up and compliment us right now. It's been a while. <laughs> Me and Lance got complimented yesterday. You did? Yeah. Oh, was yesterday the day? No, today oh, is the oh, day. Oh, no, today. we got an unsolicited oh, compliment. What happened? How'd it go? Um, you must have been giving something away. A gentleman called in and uh, said he thoroughly enjoyed the 9 o'clock hour mm, on Friday. Mm, yeah. That's a personal shot there. That's not a compliment. That's a... No, I mean, I can air it for you. I can find it. That's not fair to say when I'm not here to defend myself. He wasn't ripping on you. He was happy about the music he heard in the 9 o'clock hour. Nobody, nobody ripped you down. He built us up. Ah. There's a difference. It's okay. Well, that's not. But the fact that you're taking it personally tells us everything we need to know. I'm still good. That you know that big hair music sucks. (laughs) It's just uh, (laughs) hard to find somebody that agrees with me uh, every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Billy? Mm -hmm. Still grieving over Uh... David Crosby, and I got to come in here and hear all this stuff about my big hair. I'm I'm losing... uh, the legends. I did not say it. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. It's okay. You're piling on now. You're fine. I saw uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash one time in my life. That's not something I don't think was probably on your radar. No. Crosby, Stills, and uh, Nash. I know him as Melissa Etheridge's baby daddy. <laughs> You'd know that load anywhere. <laughs> did you know there's a semen database? Yeah, it's called your mom's house. Yep. And uh, uh, I saw them in uh, Omaha, Nebraska when I was working out there, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Not young, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. This would have been about uh, 90, 96 they played. Man, I got to go see these cats. Even back then I was saying I got to go see them before they're dead. And David Crosby. uh, When they sang Ohio, I cried. Are you going to answer the phones? No, no. When it, then when they sang... You told oh, people to call. When they sang Ohio, I cried. Well, you're because, a baby. Because the harmony was was heavenly, majestic, soaring, ethereal. Ethereal. I ate some cereal. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I cried for all of you. I cry for this show, dude. <laughs> what? Danger. Yeah, buddy. So I'm the one that called and complimented yesterday. Thank you. Well, you're sir. And, and I'm kind of upset that she misconstrued and twisted what I said. There we go. Now we get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Here we go. I said it was the best three hours of music I heard in years. That was in no way yeah, right. saying anything bad go. about That's... Big Hair. It was more towards Randy because he plays nothing but 90s crap. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Well, see, that's going to get me in trouble, too. So there, there you go. Well, playing Nirvana 10 times a day is ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, see, these kids, these young kids, they're into that Nirvana. I'm telling you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to 
break them out of the habit. But yeah, you, they're stuck. They're stuck you, in. How, they're stuck in the nineties, buddy. Yeah, how can you have Event Sevenfold on hand and play Nirvana and Alice? And yeah, how do you look at the three and then you pick Nirvana? I don't understand it either, dude. Time it's, and time and time yeah. and time again. Yeah. Well, I've got biatch and shock therapy. I'm trying to break the habit, but I don't. It's going to be tough. Well, I'd rather I'd rather listen to Big Hair than that crap. There we go. Now the truth comes out. Now the truth comes out. See, I never said he ripped on Big Hair. That was no. You were right. You were no. You you were right. You're right. I blew it up. Hey, thanks, buddy. Thank you. And a boy. Good morning. Morning. So on Friday, when they said they weren't going to do Big Hair, I was actually looking at your programming schedule on your website. And on Friday, it literally says, um, big hair, small dongs. Mm-hmm. It so, does. Which, which I'd never, I'd never seen before, but I'll tell you. Well, what, I'll show you. I'll sh- come on down here. I'll show it's you. It's brilliant. <laughs> well, well, back to now, uh, now, uh, if, you, if we're going to analyze uh, tight spandex, uh, there may have been... I, uh, it might be it's 50 50. I'm not going to sit here and say that there weren't some small dongs in the 80s. There probably were. Chances are there were. But from my point of view, and I was usually in the front row in the 80s, they look huge to me. Just dong gazing. Just dong gazers. <laughs> wow. I was impressed. I was what, impressed. I, that's what you normally stare at when you go to No, but, I, <laughs> but when I do show research, <laughs> when I do research, see how see how it's coming in handy right now? I, I observe. You know what I'm saying? Mammal toe. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Sir, I'll be talking about your dong in the year 2020. <laughs> I'm from the... Could you come a little closer? It's a little dim on stage. I'm, a, I'm from the future. I'll be talking about <laughs> talking about your dog in 2023. Oh goodness! All right, all right, or, or no, or no. All right, man. Bye, Travis. Thanks, Have a good buddy. day. Later, guys. Jeez, I got that came off. I've been writing big hair, small dogs on that freaking oh, website for for 12 and, and years. Finally, and finally, yeah. Travis gets it. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Connected the dots. Damn it. And Travis is a loyal one. Yep, right, right. Son of a bitch. For guys that are trying to show their dongs off, they sure are small. They sure are not impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, my, 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 uh, my equation is if you're going to, uh, wear the tight spandex, you better have the hardware, dude. You better be packing meat. <laughs> Because I, it's I, very you're, threatening you're, for some reason. It's all, it's all out there. <coughs> Excuse me, man. Asthma. Just put that anywhere. I went to a party this weekend where there were th- literally 300 people smoking a cigarette. Oh, thank you. To the CC Rider Christmas party. God, was that fun? They had this blue guy jamming out, man. A he blue made, guy. A blues guy. <laughs> God damn it! He made it look so easy. Oh. I hate that I can't play the blues. I hate it. So but uh, yeah, great party on at the Riders. It's so fun. So fun. We should pledge. I'm very busy. You should sell your horse and buy a motorcycle. I don't think that's going to happen. I'll ride bitch. <laughs> You're going to ride bitch on my horse. Look, too. it's the bitch and the bitch. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Those two are amazing. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, I'm confused. You say you're in your 30s. 
But you were working in well, Nebraska no. in the nineties. Listen, I'm from the you, future. You were four? I'm, listen, oh. listen, wait, hey, wait. We're having some trouble with the okay. call. We're we having, got a mathematician in the audience. There's, there's, some, John. there's some static. Uh, I think I lost uh, the call. Right, we got to get something straight here. Yeah. This is the best three-hour and forty-five-minute comedy show on the radio. <laughs> It's not four hours. Let's get that straight right now. It's three hours and forty-five minutes. Okay, okay, fair enough. But without, but without it, fair enough. I don't know what we would do. Without it's like, it it's, it's, more like, it's more like three hours because the last hour, the last hour is pretty sad too. It's like, wow. it's like, it's I'm going to go three hours and forty minutes tops, <laughs> tops. Okay. Because the four, the last hour, I'm usually writing checks out, uh, paying pay, right. pay, pay the bills. It's true. All right, Matt, thanks. <laughs> See you, buddy. Later. Ooh, harsh. Oof, harsh. Hi, how's it going? Danger, good morning. Good morning, sir. D, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? Mm. So you guys are looking for no. Uh, compliments. No, no, because that, no. Please don't. No, we're are not. You sure? No. D, this compliment is for you. <sighs> Thank you. I think I don't. I just look forward to Fridays when danger's not working. Man, oh, man, yeah. Damn. See, you yeah. had to know this was you, coming, you, dude. You got to keep saying "damn," but you know, you've known this for over twenty years. Listen, uh, Big Hair Friday sucks. Isn't there like a like a an inquisitive musical side to you, where it's like I play those deep cuts from bands, literally I've never heard of, <laughs> and you go, you go, man, that doesn't it give you some perspective on today's climate? It does, doesn't no. it? Well, no. You, no, you, not at all. No. You don't know the light until you have the dark, I suppose. And, <laughs> and yep. it's always darkest before the light. <laughs> That's right. So, That's holy right. crap. <laughs> all right. Uh, Pretty dark in here. Metaphors, what do they mean? <laughs> nothing to me. They mean nothing to me. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I smell sex and candy hair. Who's that lounging in? Yeah, who's that again? I remember playing Marcy Playground. Marcy's Playground. Just Marcy. Don't add an S. Ah. Um, so they played... Uh, I want to say they played the Barrymore. I was just going to say the Barrymore. I think I was there. Yeah. Yep. Flashbacks. Uh-huh. I, listen, if somebody can explain to me why this country is so obsessed with the M&M mascots, that would be great. Oh, not this crap again. Jesus Christ. I don't even care about this, but it's everywhere, so then I'm like, wow. Well, oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Yeah, I thought it was over, but clearly you have got other ideas. Tell me more. Got no ideas about it. Um, so a year ago this month, the Eminem people they tweaked the mascots um, because people complained that they were sexist. <laughs> Just kill me. Who dat? Specifically, the female Eminems. The Ugh. green one he used to wear knee-high boots, and right. she got sneakers instead. And the brown Eminem switched from stilettos to chunkier heels so she could look more professional. But we're talking about candy, right. so I have a hard time with this. Yeah, it's keeping a straight face. It's true. I'm, I'm so gay, I can't even keep a straight face. Now the company has apparently decided that that was not enough oh. or that they took the wrong approach. So they're not using them in the commercials for now. 
they tweeted out an announcement yesterday that said they were surprised at how much backlash the new mascots got. Wasn't that coming from the conservative side of the aisle? Be- yeah. Because they were trying to glam up uh, or uh, whatever. They were trying to sissify M&Ms or something. Well, and I think two of them were big old dykes together. Yeah. Just slamming salmon. There you go. They're candy yep. with no genitals. But somehow... <laughs> They were lesbians. Right, right, right. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But anywho, um, yeah, and then the people that always complain that your feelings don't matter, their feelings were really hurt, so they went after a candy. Right. Was it because they were just releasing an all-female M&M? Was that what it was? Oh, that was it, too. The GO, the grand old party's having a big problem uh, with this masculinity side of society for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. Because, like, we're letting women into the military, and that's bad, and then uh, guys are getting uh, less masculine, and that bothers people, if you pay attention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, anybody else's problems bother me. I don't, I can't care about it. It's, like, I know. physically impossible. Right. Uh, yeah, I do enjoy the irony of the F your feelings people having the most feelings. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, right. That's yeah. true. I remember the old couple. F your feelings. Right. I said, I said, I said oh, that's going to come back and haunt them. You just wait. You wait till there's something they don't like. And here we are with M&M's. Here we are. <laughs> um, in the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice. No, they don't even have boobs. <laughs> I got to draw my own little boob. <laughs> I got to draw my own little boob on an M&M lady. Back in my day, M&M's had tits. What? Am I in a nightmare? <laughs> what, what is happening? I don't know. And we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it that even a candy shoes can be polarizing. Yeah, yeah, right. That's, yeah, it's the conservative. So aisle. they're yeah. taking an, indef- an indefinite pause, and their new temporary spokesman is Maya Rudolph. Oh, Maya Rudolph. You ah, like her. I love Maya Rudolph. Uh, do bridesmaids. Um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they... they are, put out a press release saying that they're updating the entire brand this year. They're working on giving the characters a fresh, modern look and more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression. It's candy. I'm so irritated by all of it. Yeah, they they don't want uh, uh, candy to represent all walks of life and sexuality. They just want, there's a man and there's a woman. Pick one. That's the M&M. You're either eating a man or a woman. (laughs) We're not going to debate the M&M. Can't be both. So weird, isn't it? Isn't it bizarre? Man, by the time I'm done stuffing my face with M&Ms, I have no idea what color I just ate. Right. I just want to slam a bag of M&Ms. So how long will the mascots be gone? Well, it's hard to say. Some people think the pause might not really be indefinite and that it's just like a lead up maybe uh, to like a Super Bowl commercial. There it goes. Who a- knows? Asexual M&Ms. We need asexual M&Ms. Well, aren't they all? Because they they're not real. Right? They're not real living things, so they can't really have a sexuality. Right. It's like playing dress up at home when you were a kid. I don't know, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Uh this gendering assignment thing to M&M's, it may be a... Like, I just... 
It's fictional characters. <laughs> so I doubly don't understand why you ca- I don't understand why well, you care what's between anyone's legs anyway. What's that make the brown M&M? Do I, are, are we allowed to say it on the radio? Shh. Or are we getting in trouble? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Let's ask a monkey to pick out the male and female M&Ms and see if he knows the difference. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, God. I don't know how we solve the problem. I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know what, I don't know what the end game is. I don't know what, what you want. It's a man M&M or a woman M&M. <sighs> don't be confused. I'm very confused because <laughs> they don't have genitals. So. Yeah. Okay. We're just, what a time to be alive. I, I don't know. I mean, we're really focusing on the important things, aren't we? I mean, there were... Wouldn't it be cool, though, if there was a mold where you could actually, in the molding machine, you could actually put two little boobs on an M&M? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be awesome. I gave... I uh, made it... I think I the boob is on my tongue. Did you see I made a I made a whole chicken from uh, my friend Nick, who uh, there is... His stepdaughter's got some 4-H chickens that are genetically yeah. mutated, as far as I'm concerned. They're huge. Oh. But I made one the other day, and I gave it tits, and it was pretty much the greatest thing I've ever done with my life. You gave it tits? Yeah. But I had, well, because it was like a lemon-lime kind of seasoning thing on it, so I had a lemon cut in half, and I stuck it under the skin, and it had boobs. <laughs> nice. Very sexy chicken. Well, we're going to put testicles and boobs on M&Ms. We're going to put a little mold. We're From gonna... here on out. <clears throat> wow, that's uh, interesting. Hi, right, how's it going? Hey, they should enter a couple of, or make a couple of uh, gay transformers and watch the country implode. Oh, my oh, God. Dude, it's, that's it's going to lead to the war. It is true. I get it. Uh, and the M&Ms, they're all colors. They should just make them like uh, Power Rangers or something. Dude, remember the Power Rangers? Come on now. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, Thanks, bud. buddy. Uh I don't care. Well, the, the the mission statement for Eminem has to be to put Eminem. You know, we all try to personalize advertising, cars, candy, clothes, music. I mean, we, 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 the end goal is to make your product personal. Eminem's done a great job. I guess. I don't know. I mean, how can you not say they haven't done a great job? I mean... That's a successful female M&M. <laughs> Are we going through every mascot now and right. looking between its legs? What's right. going on? Wasn't there something with the pur- what was the purple thing again with the M&M? Was that the yeah the heels? I, I can't remember the story. I thought it was dead and gone. Jesus Christ! It can't. It won't go away. Um, the female peanut M&M character is purple. Okay. So, I listen, I don't know what you're supposed to do with all this information. I, myself, have no idea what to do with all this information. I, I just want to not swallow the M&M penis. That's all. I, I just don't want that. I just don't. I want all females. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know how far you go down the rabbit hole there. 
I don't, I'm but, uh, you're trying gonna, to get out of it. You're going to really. talk yourself out of a great candy because I effing love M&M's, dude. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Shailene Woodley. Um, so this is weird because, all right, so obviously Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers broke up. And this story popped up, and about a month ago on my uh, Googs News, you know how it has like recommended articles. It had one about Danica Patrick opening up about the darkest time, oh. which would be after Aaron Rodgers broke up with her. I sense a trend. And I do too. And now Shailene Woodley saying it's the darkest, hardest chapter of her life after the Aaron Rodgers breakup. Jeez. He's like the Mount Mount Doom right. of, of uh, NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, dude. Just casting out that pussy. And... <laughs> Sorry. Anywho, I didn't um, know he had cats. He does. He's got a lot of them. Right. And he uses and abuses them, apparently. Um, Shailene split from her NFL player fiance. Uh, February of last year, she recently reflected on going through the darkest time in her life last year. Around the same time that their engagement ended, she was in the throes of filming the drama series Three Women. Ooh. Sounds like stirring macaroni and cheese. It was hard to film because I was going through the darkest, hardest time of my life. It was winter in New York, and my personal life was snitty. So it felt like a big pain bubble for eight months. Mm. Pain bubble. I should probably burst that. I was so grateful that at least I could go to work and cry and process my emotions through my character. Sounds like shingles. (laughs) Sounds like recitus. I don't know, man. Oh, too soon. Uh, Every time I see uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to think of my shingles and bursitis. There you go. With a set of ringworm. <laughs> He's just that sack at the end of my elbow. I'm going yep. to name my bursitis Aaron. 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 Good. <laughs> um, so she's only 31. Uh, explained that her romance with Aaron, 39, to whom she'd gotten engaged in February 2021, unexpectedly served as a turning point for her relationship with a social media machine. Dun, 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 dun. It honestly, honestly I'm never. Sorry. <sighs> Did you say turning point? Get off my buttons. Honestly, never really hit me that millions of people around the world were actually watching these things and paid attention to them. <laughs> yeah. How did. Okay. So now she doesn't like the attention? She hates the attention. 
Um, she's talking about the Insta machine. Ah. Then I dated someone in America who was very, very famous. It was the first time I'd had a quote-unquote famous relationship. Uh. And I watched scrutiny, opinions, and the desire for people to know my life and his life and our life. It just felt violating in a way that before it was fun. I'm a very private person, so I found that anytime I posted anything, I instantly felt like I was sharing too much of who I am with people I didn't trust. Yeah! Well, uh, welcome for, to the internet. But from our point of view, and I don't know uh, what direction she's she's coming at with us. We blamed her for his performance. Um, do not group me into oh. any of that. All of you misogynistic assholes always blame that, a woman for their performance that, when it might just be that you have something crafted in your mind that Aaron Rodgers is, but he is not. In fact. They are not a good team. They, How often do they let you down? You always blame the female. You did it when it was Danica Patrick, and now you did it with a Shailene Woodley, and you're going to do it again with that poor Bucks lady. We're afraid to look in the mirror. That's right. You we think he's some godlike thing, and you will blame anybody and anything and excuse no. his actions, but it turns out he's just a dick. Oh. Man. I hate the cold, hard reality of this. <laughs> Never... Never talk to anybody that's that's neutral about a topic. You won't like the answer. No, it's true. I mean, they, I was trying to think of Shailene Woodley, the timeline on that. Would that have been Tampa Bay when he could have ran in for the end zone and tried to pass it? Remember that? We could have won the game. It's tough to keep all the failures I, I, in line, I dude. was sitting in Key West at a nice bar having a great time throwing things. Right. Shailene Woodley! That you could hear me up and down the keys. Right. Screaming Shailene Woodley. Because he's never going to be responsible for his own actions. Me neither. <laughs> I noticed. Fly work here. <laughs> so Danica Patrick was talking about it too. Um, oh, so they were together no. for a couple years. I think we learn the most about ourselves through relationships, but there's nothing like heartbreak to really throw you in the deep end of that. Danica said, "Oof." Well, I've learned a lot, and as um, broken open as I was on the sad end, I felt so much joy in so many more instances and in so many more unlikely places than I ever have. So it's like my heart got broken open to both ends of the spectrum. She praised her family for being there during your breakup, saying, "My dad is super proud of me. My mom too. My sister. I'm really fortunate that I have a family that's super supportive. You gotta have someone you can fall." part with you know so uh yeah danica even being like <sighs> no he's weird mm-hmm. we all know he's weird he goes to where does he go to drink his uh tea his hallucinogenic uh, or whatever does he go to like bolivia or something he goes somewhere place weird and he meditates for three days he actually uh gets stoned out of his mind and let's literally literally just zonks out and disappears for three days well, it's an, he does a three-day acid trip, but it's like herbal tea. Right. It's not an acid trip. It's all natural. But And the Native American folks have been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's also not. He's. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to be a football player. It doesn't seem to be his priority. You know. That's for sure. Yeah. He's, it seems like he's thinking way past football. Right. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, he's still great, but he's he's naturally talented. So you're like, it's frustrating because you know he's got talent, but it's like, why don't you show up? The biggest thing I heard uh, who was I here? I said sports talk shows. These guys. I guess there's a thing where he only has to show up twice to work with the rookies and some of the mm-hmm. guys on the team. Right. Those are the minimums, 
And that's all he does. Right. But then he yells at them because they're not timed out together. Yeah. Why don't you just show up, dude, and put the work in? Because he doesn't care. Because he doesn't care. And he, he gets paid. It, there's, there's no incentive. You're giving him $50 million a year. You think Aaron Rodgers cares? I, he's You're already, out of your mind. He's already won a Super Bowl. Is he competitive? Sure. Uh, can he get better? What? According to the last couple of years, he can, from what I've seen. I mean, he's great. He could be greater. That's what's frustrating, I think, for us. Right. And we don't win a Super Bowl. But you guys care more than he does. Oh, uh, well, that's a great way to put it. That's actually a great way to put it. There you go. I don't. I. I don't know how to respond to that. You all have a toxic relationship with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Oh, I feel like Shailene Woodley. Oh my, right? oh my God! Can't believe we brought that full circle. No. Uh, so I heard you say she was filming. Did she? So here, here's the other side of the coin. This is really weird. She says I'm a private person, but here she is talking about it because she's got a movie coming out. Right. She tr- she probably shouldn't be talking about this. She's allowed to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. I'm not saying she doesn't have the right to talk. If you're saying, I, I'm a private person, I've changed. My philosophy has changed. She's saying she was private before and didn't realize how many people were weird, stalkerish, obsessed with Aaron Rodgers. And we're going to like... So uh, then when she got in a relationship with him, right. she saw a whole new side of Instagram that weren't her like right, hippie right. followers. The football haters, the, the right. critics, the armchair quarterbacks, yeah. the yada yada. Sure. Yep. Right. So there you go. And it sure doesn't seem to bother Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, that's because he's high as a kite. It's true. <laughs> tea. You want to sip some tea from the jungle? He's been in a sweat shack for three days. He doesn't care. Anywho, all wouldn't right. It, wouldn't it be cool if you partied with Aaron Rodgers and he goes, uh, you were over at his house and he goes, you can, you can take the blue pill or the red pill and see how far down the rabbit hole you go. I'd I go, be like, how did I get in Aaron Rodgers' house? Get me out of here. Did you drug me and bring me to your house? Bring me to your house, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's a nice crib, but I'm a little uh, concerned right now. I didn't tell anybody where I was going. I just start yelling for Pam Yonke. Yonke, save me! Hi, how's it going? Oh, wait, the phone's not on for crying. He's a, uh, right, there you go. Drama queen, uh, overpaid, and he's been killing the team because they can't afford to keep any other talent on the right, team. Right, right, one hundred percent. Sure, I don't, I don't, I think we're all getting to the same page, my friend. I believe we're getting I mean, to the same page. It would be great if he could win for the team. Well, the the, the you know, off the if field. He, if he could take a pay cut, what? so that the, the rest of the team can be paid. Right, right, right. And we'll see if he does that. If he stays with the Packers, on a I, note, I feel like he's not going to stay. Absolutely, just like Dallas. How about them 49ers dude, putting the Dallas how, in their place? Dude, how great was it watching Dallas lose? That is like my Super <laughs> Bowl. Great. That was my Super Bowl, dude. I loved it. All right, thanks, man. That's it. Hi, how's it going? Oh, it's almost like Aaron Rodgers knows it's all fake. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, he took the red pill. He took the red pill. Um, it's okay. You have a lot to process. Anything short of a Super Bowl, they're going to blame the T and blame him as a head case. For and that. the women. And the women. And I hate to say he's that he's never responsible for his own actions. It's, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Y'all need to wake up. I can't agree with you more. Uh, 
You need to wake up and break up. What's that mean? <laughs> got to break up with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, got to like break I up did. with Aaron Rodgers. I, dude, that summer, that first summer when he spent waffling back and forth, if he was going to come back, right. I'm like, right. I'm done with you. It's over, dude. Well, the fact that he, you know, this it's like this Brett Favre drama that played out. You don't know whether he wants to stay or not. He doesn't show commitment. It's always, you know, I don't know, man. Let me wake up and see how I where my where my head's at tomorrow, right. man. You know, it's like, dude, what? what shut up. Mm-hmm. You've got a contract. Play ball. Show up and play ball. Right. You know, I feel like we're in a Jerry Maguire movie. Help me. Help you. Help me. Help me help you. So while I listen, you play with your head, man, not your heart. Instead of Shailene and Danica being the enemies, we all need to recognize that he's broken all of our hearts. Paul, We're do you have a? Do you, have a team. you pass that tissue. <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. My bitch. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Man, I do love me some Dolly Parton. Um, <clears throat> so she turned 77 on the 19th. And uh, there's going to be um, a movie. About her. And she was talking about the kind of person that should portray her in this movie. (laughs) She said, I don't know, when it comes to that point, we're going to be auditioning a lot of different people. We'll just have to see. She'll need to have my spirit, I would think, and my personality. Uh She'd have to have a lot of fire and spunk. I think we all know where this is going, right? And she'd have to have some boobs, of course, whether they were homemade or whether they were for real. She'd have to look the part. She'd have to be a little bit over-exaggerated, but hopefully that would be pretty easy. Even a boy could do that. God, I love her. She's just the best. Just on, and that was on CBS Mornings. There she is just talking about tits. Uh, what's her name? <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> That's fine. Uh, Lily James, who played Pam Anderson, I believe, had to have... The the fake a boob put in the fake a boob. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? Which uh, which I love. Seth Rogen was so good in Pam and Tommy. He was oh, like yeah. the highlight. His hair. I love Seth great. Rogen. It was so good. Nick Offerman. God dang it! I just I, watched the interview again. I watched uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas uh, over the weekend. I was killing some time. I forgot how much boobage is in that movie. I ain't never seen it. With Burt Reynolds yeah. and Dolly Parton, it's, uh, he's a sheriff in a little town in Texas, and uh, she's running a whorehouse. Oh, good for and her. And little itty-bitty titties all over the place. But uh, Dolly Parton is uh, in full glory in that movie, dude, is the madam of the house. I imagine. But uh, And she's making out with Burt Reynolds all over the movie and stuff. And uh, Burt spends a lot of time staring at her chest. I caught him staring quite a few times. Oh, good for you. Good for both of them. Uh, but, uh, man, she is, uh, and she makes fun of her boobs the whole movie. So that's kind of refreshing. She's funny. She's very funny. Uh, very, she's a damn national treasure. Cute little movie. Stupid. Over the top. Silly. Like, uh, like it's kind of like a, uh, 
Uh, yeah, all the goofy people that used to be in the old Burt Reynolds movies. What was the, the car movie they drove across the country? Why am I forgetting the name of it? Bull Run. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Bull Run. <laughs> no, but no, they'll put boobs on uh, whoever plays. Wouldn't it be funny if Lily James played a Dolly Part? She she only plays uh, characters with huge boobs. She's typecast. <laughs> they got big tits. I'll play them. Yeah, I just whip out my 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 titty girdle. Yeah, you know, Cinderella, huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, she's so cute. <sighs> Uh, when's this uh, out? Uh, well, clearly not for a very long time if they haven't even picked a cast yet. Uh, I saw a tidbit over the weekend, uh, tidbit, get it? Uh, that, uh, Meatloaf's daughters, <gasps> Meatloaf's daughters are putting out a, a little documentary about, uh, dad. The loaf? About the loaf. Mm. So we'll, we'll have that pretty soon, too, so there's some fun stuff. Uh, if you've never made meatloaf in your air fryer, you should probably do that. Boom. Shaka lock let's see what we got here. I say meatloaf and the phones light up. I, it's true. Like it's the keyword. Man, it is. We're waiting on the nug loaf, you son of a bitch. Keyword meatloaf. Call me a son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, <laughs> either Google uh, Johnny Carson or Jay Leno. She was on there once telling her how her boobs got big. Oh, my God. Uh, I just saw that clip on TikTok the other day, and hilarious. I lost it. Oh, my God. She's so funny. What was the... Uh, what was Let me the, see if I can find it. What was the reason? Just a growing spurt? What was it? No, it was a big setup. Oh. Oh. I know Johnny used to make fun of her boobs all the time. Um, okay, let's see. And so, uh, can I tell you a story? Something fun that happened sure. about that? Because uh, once when I, I took no, them up there, I can't find we were it. in the restaurant. And so, we were to... having our, oh, maybe our meal. And this old man came over to our table. And he sat down, and he was just talking to us, and we were all laughing. We didn't know him. And we just, you know, we were all just kind of, and then so he finally, he left and we finished. So I went up to pay the bill and the, the man said, well, your grandpa uh, left his bill here too. I said, my grandpa? <laughs> so that old man had come over and kind of scammed us. And so I said, well, that was not my grandpa, but I paid it, of course. So when we left, I walked down the street and he was standing there at the light. And, you know, we walked to the corner and so I went over to him. I said, hey, I would have been happy, you know, to have paid your, your bill. You know, I said, but uh, then you tell him you're my grandpa. And he took his walking stick and he started just beating me across the chest. I mean, just as hard as he could. Just wham, 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 wham. And it hurt. Oh, my it, gosh. I know. But really? But then what, 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 what happened? What do you mean what happened? <laughs> These two big lumps came up and they never did oh, go down. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. I smell meat. Arby's. Talk to me about Arby's. <laughs> Go to my happy place. Love Arby's. Love the curly fries. Love everything. Love everything about it. Talk to me about the Arby's in Windsor. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's uh, it's my triangle of love, Fleet Farm, uh, Arby's, and Quick Trip. It's very nice. Right there, all all within this. I you know, just I can walk to each one. I can just park somewhere and just walk to the next one. Uh-huh. It's uh, <sighs> look at you. It's probably the best time I have these days. I believe it. Walking from Fleet Farm to Arby's. 
You're gonna get hit one day. It's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> I get pancaked walking down the middle of the street. Uh, no, there's a lot of room to spread out. You can lay a blanket down across the street. There's a field. I don't know. Nobody seems to be care. You lay down a blanket and have a picnic. Um, great time of year for that. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's like, am I gonna eat at Harvey, Ar- Arby's or Quick Trip? Harvey's. It's Harvey's or Quick Trip. <laughs> Quarby's. I'm going to. Qu- I call it the Quarby Triangle. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, it's just like, oh man, am I am I gonna get? Well, a sli- that's easy to do. Am I am I gonna get a slice of pizza? Uh, am I gonna get my? You get your Arby's and then you get your take home meals for take, later. Yeah, and then you got home down you, over there. You got lunch and dinner right there too. Um, Arby's welcomes one of the most premium cuts of steak to its menu with the introduction of. Oh my gosh! Uh, Hold on. Ribeye. I don't know if I want to even do this. What do you think Arby's is adding to the menu? Oh, no. Uh, uh, oh, man. Select beef cut. Uh, select beef cut. Is it from a cow? It is. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to say. Well, no. Don't they already do brisket? No. I have no idea. I'm gonna say you're the one who goes there all the time. You I'm, tell me. I'm gonna say a shank or a brisket. Uh, steakhouse garlic ribeye sandwich. Damn, I was close. Mm. I said ribeye. Seasoned with traditional steakhouse flavors of salt, black pepper, garlic, and thyme. Oh my! The new steakhouse garlic ribeye sandwich features thinly sliced 100% ribeye, natural Swiss cheese, crispy onions, and creamy garlic aioli. Hey, what's aioli again? <sighs> Magical mayonnaise. <laughs> Move along. Move along. On a toasted bun. <laughs> For added fra- flavor, the garlic aioli is spread across both the top and the bottom bun because they switch. One of the richest cuts available, ribeye steak naturally has more marbling, which gives me uh, a more delicious flavor profile. You know that. God, does that sound good? You can find the steakhouse garlic ribeye sandwich at participating Arby's locations nationwide for a limited time. We call that an LTO, dude. LTO. Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know how you flavor your steaks at home. But I have steak from uh, homegrown from Eric Knockreiner in Plain, Wisconsin, processed by Straka Meats there in Plain. Oh, jeez. Uh, and I had a uh, T-bone over the weekend um, on Sunday night. I made one, and I I do. There's a McCormick garlic seasoning thing that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I do that with seasoned salt, and then I also have my friend Nick gave me um, some sort of bourbon seasoning for meat that's wonderful. But if you're going to do it, man, get yourself some locally grown steak. Well, lately I've just been doing brisket. Yeah. Right there from the from the cow breast. Hanging just, they just eat me right here. I love it. I don't know. Boy, I'm a big fan of brisket. I really am. Strip, brisket, porterhouse, just whatever. Just give me a slab of meat. Meat slab. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty generic on seasoning. I don't like to over-season my stuff. Then I, then it swims in A1 sauce. Oh, that's disappointing. That is sad. It's not sad. Time. It's not sad. It's not sad. I just, I love the two. Then I get the A1 sauce on my mashed potatoes, and I spread it liberally around. And you get my corn in on it. shot of A1 sauce. So good. So good. All right. How much is this thing going to cost? Hell if I know, dude. Why don't you go and do some R&D for the show? God, that's fancy, man. Figure it out. Ribeye, what's it called again so I know? 
Uh, it is called the Steakhouse Garlic Ribeye Sandwich. Garlic- I'm sure you're going to go there and there's going to be signage everywhere. The Garlic Ribeye Sandwich. I have sandwich. to go over in the triangle over there and get gas and uh, windshield wiper fluid. I wonder if they're going to grill that sucker. Um, well, I I don't know. I mean, it's thinly sliced. It's not like yeah. you're throwing a huge right. ribeye right. on there. You're not going to get a whole whole thing there. Just wonder how they're going to do it. And then Here, do you want to look at it? Jesus Christ. Let me have a, let me have a look. It's a this. sandwich. It's a gosh darn sandwich, John. Oh, wow. Garlic ribeye. Fantastic. Nah, that's good news. Man, Love Arby's. Are you a fan of Arby's? A fan of Arby's outside of the bun, if you know what I'm saying. Answer the question. Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I went there. Yeah. Uh, but a shout out to Curly Fries. Mm-hmm. Holy shnikes. That being said, um, I'm not a huge fan. Out of all of the cuts of lunch meat and stuff, roast beef is my least favorite. Unbelievable. Roast beef and ham. Yeah. Not a fan. Just don't like the looks of it, huh? Um, but there is a, I love the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> You ought to try their French dip. It's um, actually it's actually better than it should be. It's no, actually really, really good. My go-to at Arby's is the gosh darn chicken sandwich. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Fair enough. Listen, you do you, boo. I'm going to do me. Well, I know they already have the brisket, so I was talking out of school there, but. Yeah, it's the classic roast beef. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I guess you love it. It's a love it or hate it situation. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, all good. I, like I said, there's decisions to be made. I mean, Quick Trip makes a great mushroom Swiss. It, it's weird how good that hamburger is. It's a tough call there. Well, John, I'm sure you can figure it out. Sometimes you just... You, you just weep right I, there in the middle of the triangle. I pull in there, and I, I just sit, and I have to think for a minute. The pros and cons. You know, a Quick Trip, I can get my Powerball, my Mega Millions, and that uh, mushroom Swiss. Of course, Arby's right next door. I could do both, I guess, but... Boy, oh boy. I can get I can get gas at Quick Trip. Talk it out, dude. So, Talk it out. It's a tough day for me. See, I have a whole <laughs> here's a great thing for me. I have a whole day to kill after I leave here. Yeah, so I know. I can sit there and think about stuff. I got a lot yeah, of, but, but yeah. the weird thing is you don't really think about much, you know? Just sit there and stare. <laughs> it will, come on, man. You're hungry. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. With Johnny and D, listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.